Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. You guys uh, show way more respect when Josh is here. All right. A uh, brand new episode of the RSL Show. Uh, today we are recording an episode right after Real Salt Lake qualifies for the MLS playoffs, beating Portland Timbers, which Isaac was right. 3-1 victory. 3-1, baby. I told you. Um, what did I say? I was. I didn't think we'd... Mm, I thought we, we would win. Score. I, think you, I think both of us said we would lose. Because we were talking about Mr. October scoring like in the 95th minute. Which, oh. I mean, Mr. October did score late in the game. So, I mean, we got that right. There, there it is. Yeah. Oh, great. We got, we got it right, just not the result. Yeah, not the result. So, uh, my name is Andy Munoz. Uh, over here to my right is Isaac Munoz. And then we've got Alex Napolis, the intern. How are you guys doing, first off? I'm still an intern. Yeah. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. I thought we'd like... No. Oh, okay. No, dude. Okay. You could be fired right now. <laughs> you cut your mic off so fast. All right, I won't mess up. Oh, man, I wish Josh was here, dude. He would love to just rip into you. Okay, how are you, Isaac? I'm doing good. All right, you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. heartbroken now that I he's, got my, like... No, 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 I got my car back. <laughs> now that he's an intern. Yeah. <laughs> Demoted back to intern, bro. I shouldn't have asked. Yeah, whenever... Yeah, you just push the timeline back. All right, Um, right, we're going to talk about... No, you're doing a good job, though. Good job. All right, Uh, let's see. We're going we're gonna to do the show a little differently. Uh, Josh Clark is on his cruise right now, so uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, let's take a look at a few things. So we asked, uh, we took to Twitter and to IG. We're going to start with, with Instagram first. Um, I asked, will RSL go the distance or will they exit early? Would you consider the regular season a success? So we're going to uh, plow through a few of these. And as soon as we get... Let's see. Let me pull this up. Here we go. We'll just kind of go down the line. We'll just read some responses, and then we'll share what you know what we're feeling. All right. So uh, starting with uh, Mo Sweatshirt, uh, he responded, "How are we on our third straight coach who insists on playing guys out of position, uh, leaving out talent?" Uh, it's not really a uh, an answer to our question, uh, but I guess it's a question within a question. So, how are we on our third straight coach who insists on playing guys? Out of position. Look, I think in this one, um, obviously it was announced midweek that Aaron Herrera would not be available for this one. And I think 
Pablo put out probably the best lineup he could with what he had. I think maybe the only change that I would have changed was probably bringing Miram instead of Chang. But Chang actually ended up having a really good game. Um, and then putting Sava on the left, I thought Sava was always more productive on the right. Um, but he showed that Sava can play on either side, either wing. Um, and I think that's super will be super helpful for, for us going forward because now we know that Sava is kind of interchangeable within everything. Yes, there were some guys playing out of position, but I think with the situation, like I said, especially with Herrera's injury, I think that's probably the best 11 Pablo could have put out for this one. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of dissect that here in a minute. Uh, Mo Sweatshirt also goes on to say, uh, next year it should be fair to expect a home playoff game or at least be competing for it. So uh, the way that we qualified, there's just no way that we get a home playoff game at all. Um, at least in this playoff run, um, other teams will be basically fighting for that, but we're just kind of out of the running for that uh, because yep. of the uh, the result. Yep. Um, Mo sweatshirt, we're give, giving you plenty of love, dude. We're just gonna read everybody's opinions because a lot of people have plenty to say. Um, he also he also adds uh, barely scraping into the season, or I think uh, barely scraping into the playoffs for the third year in a row is not success. There is no improvement. Anything to say on that? True. True, I guess. you know, um, The way RSO started the first half of the season, they should have done a lot better. Um, again, we're in talks of maybe placing fourth and having that home game. But, you know, just a lot of, a lot of uh, games didn't go our way, and we're just lacking the goals, you know? So. Yeah, um... I mean, I know we're all about positivity, and people don't tend to like that too much, at least on Twitter. Uh, but I would say I'd agree. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not what I consider a success, right? Just like you kind of cleared out or actually just mentioned. Um, having such a strong start to the season and then just fizzling out, and then to couple that with like a lot of like home losses – and not exactly winning in the back end. Um, and then again, yeah, just like Mo Sweat, or just like Mo Sweat said, um, barely, like, barely, barely kind of trickling into the playoffs. Now, the 3 1 result is really, really nice against Portland, which is a team that, um, you know, like Josh always says about the Galaxy, like, they're not considered really an underdog team, but they turn it up and they step it up. Always at the end of the season, always making a run somehow always getting into like the the finals right um so i think that to do it 3-1 however which way you look at it that game alone was a success especially with the outcomes that we were all kind of expecting i don't think that anybody realistically went in there thinking oh we're gonna win this match or maybe you did and maybe there was like some you know there was something like i did 60 40 (laughs) right 60 40 something like that uh, let's keep going. So Dil Ray uh, says, failure for the FO, success for the players that actually delivered. More of a statement. Uh, D. Ricky says, the backsliding in the second half was rough. Uh, we definitely need some pieces to compete. Um, that is, uh, that's an interesting take. Um, Oviedo, Ojeda, barely coming into the mix, already having an instant impact. We expected that with the the type of signings that they were, but uh, what do you think so far, Alex? Look, I'm <clears throat> just 
they were crucial in that game, in my opinion, against Portland. Um, they were obviously uh, Brian Oviedo, the Costa Rican, had two assists in that one. Um, played a very, very solid game, very good game overall. And I think I think Josh mentioned this in the last one too. But if we would have gotten those signings probably a little bit sooner, a little bit more in the beginning, I think the skid wouldn't happened as much and gone to this gotten to this point because uh, they both add just a different dynamic to the both the attack and on the defensive side. Um, he I think Josh compared last week um, Ojeda to Diego uh, Chara which couldn't play in this one. And I, I have to agree, like, the energy that he brings on both sides of the ball is fantastic. He can find a good pass, and he doesn't give up on plays because I give him all the credit on that first goal because he didn't give up on that play. He ran it, took it to the corner, found Ruiz in the middle. Sava ends up with the ball eventually, and then, boom, we get the goal. And so the impact that Ojeda and Oviedo have had so far, have it's completely different from what we saw from the guys we had earlier in the season obviously we talk about ruiz losing his form i think ojeda complimenting ruiz in this one was very well and i think he could be a good mentor to both ruiz and 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 yasper which is weird because they're like about the same age yeah but he's he's already kind of shown that he's more quality and a step further from what we have already um to kind of close out that thought i know you were uh, touching on oviedo and ojeda so Braden Ashby asks, uh, even if we don't go far, we better buy Ojeda. I guess it's more of a statement. That man is fun to watch. Would you like to see Ojeda be retained by Real Salt Lake? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think he needs to be the first signing of the winter of the winter window. Um, if RSL doesn't capitalize on what we have with him right off the bat, I think it's going to be. I think that's when we need to be critical of the front office because we've hit a really. We found a really good player who wasn't getting the playing time. I've, we've talked to him on the L show and he loves to be, he wants to be here. He loves MLS already. He loves Rousseau Lake already. He loves the fans already. And so I think if Rousseau Lake doesn't, like I said, if it's not the first window coming out or transfer coming into the window, I, I don't know what, I don't know what they're doing. You'd have like, yeah, just kind of strong feelings towards it. Uh, let's see. Number one cow, a uh, great name on IG. Uh, it's probably Josh. Josh is burner. <laughs> Uh, do you know if there's a pay bonus for making playoffs, uh, player bonus or team bonus? I mean, every contract is different. Um, but there's going to be, I mean, there's contracts for everything, uh, whether it's like minutes played, games played, goals scored, assists. Um, so I don't think it's like a straight flat out across the board. Um, but that'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to find out or look into the details of... Uh, of those contracts. And what's funny is, uh, and I always, for somehow I always find myself, you know, talking about Chicharrito, right? But did you guys see that interview where he was being interviewed and he's like, he's like, why are you guys asking me these questions? I, he's like, I scored this many goals. So my contract renews. Right. And the reporter was like, well, they're not public. And right. Chicharrito was like, what? Like, what, what are you talking about? They're not? They're not. So, um, hopefully I, I'd like to see it just down the league. Have it be transparent. I mean, if other bigger leagues in the world are doing it, uh, why not us, right? If we're trying, especially if we're trying to like kind of mimic or even just kind of beat out those leagues. Um, nice question. I liked that one a lot. Kind of, kind of gets thinking. Um, Franny Cidro uh, says, statement, early exit, please. Let's get the season over and focus on getting players. It's too negative. 
Well, hang on. He's a big <laughs> hater. I don't like that guy. Jeez. You know this guy? Yeah, I know that guy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that's like a, that's a rhetoric that we see online. Um, a lot of people feel strongly that way. And I think that they're, they're correct in feeling that way. There's nothing wrong in feeling that way. Um, but why not try to squeeze out some fun out of a playoff run? Um, perhaps maybe going to a Western Conference final, perhaps going to a final. Um, the whole attitude of like, let's lose so we can just burn this down and rebuild just feels pretty extreme. And I, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but I just don't, I don't want to, I don't think any fan wants an early end to a season. But also it's like, how many times have we rebuilt in the last couple of years? Since Mike Pecky, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't really call it. I mean, we've had a lot of coach changes, we, but we've also had like a circumstantial, uh, quote unquote, rebuild. With you know, it's it's not so much like everybody kind. Of, well, people did get fired in the FO, but right. that was because of like comments or whatever. It wasn't, ah, and I guess the league had a play in that too um, with the sell of the club. I yeah, I mean we. We are there. I think. Uh, I think where people are frustrated is uh, kind of like you were saying, like not landing the big uh, transfer window signings, not landing like you know big name players, high caliber players, or maybe the frustration stems from uh, thinking that we landed somebody like that and then they they don't deliver for us, right? But I think overall the attitude of hey, let's not make the playoffs. I see where you're coming from. There's, that's all. That's it. Okay. Anything else to add on that? Mm, uh, no. I think I'll save it for later. For later. All yeah. right. Cool. For the next question. We'll come back. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chap Wade says, I don't want RSL sneaking into the playoffs on the last day of the season to be success. With that again, with that again, I think you're in a corner. If you work at a team, if you're in the FO, you don't win the, the cup. Well, then what's your next flux? Oh, we made the playoffs. And a lot of people, I mean, for as long as this league has existed, um, it's always kind of fallen on that, right? Oh, well, did we make the playoffs? Yes, we did. Okay, well, that's a successful season. I think the bar needs to be set higher um, because, yeah, I I just, I don't feel like it's a a success. I'm stoked, but I don't feel like it's a success. No, and I I 100% agree because, I mean, I mentioned it before, multiple times with the way that we were trending with the way we were playing i mean i remember going back to like i think late may when we had that big comeback at home against austin fc who at the time austin fc were dominating the league with lafc and we get the win against austin fc the comeback win the andrew brody last minute golasso and then feeling and thinking we can compete we can be in that position to have a home playoff spot and then to just see everything tumble and, and end up in the position that we're in where we have to fight for our spot on the last day, I think in that sense it is disappointing because we've set ourselves up for such a successful second half of the season and we just didn't follow through. And I think that's where the disappointment stems from, at least from my perspective. Yeah, there was a... Uh, let me adjust this. Um, I'm stoked, happy that they're in the playoffs, but I, I am a little disappointed that I can't see a playoff game at America First. Yeah. All right. Valid. Isaac, this one's uh, next one's for you, dude. Ruben Santos says, Andrew Brody is the most underrated uh, defender in the league. Yeah, I would agree. 
Yeah? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what should I say about Andrew Brody? He's clutch. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. Just taking on, uh, dude, his dribbling like is just insane. Yep. It's yeah. uh, it's 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 up there with like. Well, and he scored. Yeah, he scored mm-hmm. third minute into the game. Offsides. Uh, unfortunate. Uh, yes, it's a it's an offside call, but like, I saw that. Yeah, he he's getting in. He's getting up there. Yeah, MVP Andrew Brody of the season. Right, we yeah. awarded that. I think, uh, I think we have to give it to Brody. Real Salt Lake MVP. Yes. Yeah. yeah, MVP Real Salt Lake. <laughs> Maybe not the league. No, definitely I don't not. know how like <laughs> Chicho Arango or Mukhtar would feel about that. Honey Mukhtar, right? Won the Golden. He won the Golden Boot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Uh, let's see, Mikhail Britak. Uh, she says, or he says, sorry, Mac Macabritak or Mikhail. I don't know. I think the regular season was the quiet before the storm. We will succeed. I was thinking that too, that we might be the dark horse in the playoffs. Like we just might make it all the way. You never know. I mean, it's it's what we are every year. No one expects us to be in winning positions and yet somehow they do it. I remember a couple of years ago we had a um a playoff game, I can't remember against who it was, but we we won I think it was against SKC. We went to SKC and we won it and then we had Seattle the next round. Might have been twenty eighteen maybe 2019 i don't know but no one expected Rouse like to even go to skc and win because at this time skc was like number one on the table number one or two on the table like really dominant team but yet Rouse like went and got the result away from home last year i think yeah. you're talking about lafc right and lafc was 2018 yeah, yeah that's 2018. right lafc was 2018 um i think skc was 2019 then Okay. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. I mean, one of those. It gets, but it either, gets, either way, it gets LAFC. Jumbled. I yeah. totally forgot about LAFC. It's the same thing every year. Yeah, like, it always happens. We, no one expects Rouse Lake to be in this position, and yet they do it, and somehow they they make it. Yeah, yeah. We're clutching the playoffs. Well, it's it's and it's always been those teams too, right? Like last year, Portland Timbers knocked us out. Um, any other year, you have to kind of worry about Seattle getting hot, and. Those teams just don't happen to be, even in playoff talk, both eliminated. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it, is, it feels like the tides are kind of turning. And uh, it is pretty exciting just just to kind of see. Because that just means, you know, on the west side, uh, you've got us. You've got LA Galaxy. You've got, obviously, Austin. You've got LAFC. Uh, what are the, Am I missing any others? That's it, right? Uh, all the people who qualified? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dallas, Nashville, and Minnesota. All right, plenty of teams. I think I think we'll have the most trouble with the Texas teams, if anything. So the first round, which is funny because yeah, if the Austin's our first round, and then if we win and Dallas wins, we'll face Dallas in the next round. It's, it always it, and it's weird, man, because those are uh, you know every single RSL show season or Real Salt Lake season. Those are like easy. You would at least you know toss up layups, or or when I when I used to go to the games like ten years ago. Like those were the games that they couldn't get rid of the tickets because it was like a guaranteed win and no one really cared back then. But now it's like, it's, it's yeah. Tough Dallas, tough Dallas team, tough Austin. That's going to be hard, man. That's going to be a hard game. It's going to be a hard game. Uh, let's see. Usbaldo uh, says if they play like yesterday and finish our chances, we have, we have a good chance of going deep. And I have to agree, and I think Pablo agrees as well. Talking to him in the presser after the game, um, just hearing his thoughts, he that was one of the things he like he keyed in on because he mentioned how we had the opportunity to go up two two nil before the half. He mentioned how we had so many opportunities to get on the board. Luckily, at the end of the day, like the result 
you know, went our way. We're in playoffs now. But that was the most – that was the best Rouse Lake team I've seen since the first half of the season. That reminded me of what this team was – how this team was playing and how this team was winning um, at the beginning of the year compared to that second half. Yeah, it's just uh, – it's weird to just kind of see it be turned on, you know. Um, but, you know, a lot of things obviously stood out. You know, Rubio Rubin comes what's back what's in, bags the second goal, uh, <laughs> basically, you know, gets it for Real Salt Lake. But, you know, there's still time on the clock. Knowing this team, you know, Portland could have came back and easily have won. Um, but then we get Bodie Hidalgo working his magic, which is the coolest last name ever. Um, Bodie Hidalgo comes in. Just essentially does like a give and go, and and gets that third goal. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a team that was linking up in certain ways that we hadn't seen before. But what's scary about it is, um, you added two elements that of course changed the entire game, but then two elements that you haven't seen basically all season. Yep. So yeah. w- we've seen this enough where it's like, oh, cool, somebody came in, made a big difference in the game, and then. The next few matches, you're like, oh, Bodie played or, oh, Rubio was on the field, right? So it could go either way. It could really just go either way. Yeah. All right, let's see. Ivan Hernandez on Twitter says, if we are more clinical in finishing those great opportunities, we could perhaps have a shot at going all the way. In that Portland game, we created so many chances just like we have all season. We just need to finish uh, those clear chances. And, and, yeah, I think he's right. This game could have easily been 5-1. Right. For, yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Um, so I agree with you, Ivan Hernandez. Thanks for uh, tweeting at us. Uh, Ruben, dude, Ruben's doubling up. I think he, he, I think he replied to like three or four on there, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, we want to see Monarchs get covered. We'll try and do something. Uh, Chris Nagel says, bar for a successful regular season for RSL is to make the playoffs. Well, I can stand with that. A great regular season is a home playoff opener. Yep. This is really good stuff, Chris. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, Chris also says the early season results and drop down from the table leaves room for uh, what could have been talk. Lots of regular, quote-unquote, playoff teams in the West missed out. Not RSL uh, celebration uh, emoji. It's true. It's, uh, it's, that's crazy, man. It's, you know, considering, like I said, everything that has been playing out for the season for the team uh, all of the, all of like the narratives that we've seen on Twitter of hey this team sucks fire the fo, <laughs> and somehow we're in the playoffs and yeah. somehow Portland and somehow Seattle isn't. What does that say, right? Um, even in a season where we, I mean, are are we as fans kind of holding the team more accountable because we know that the the level of play exists there and we should be technically a better team than Portland and Seattle. If we look at it that way, then that's a good regular oh man, it, it hurts saying that. I almost threw up. <laughs> then it's a good regular season, right? Like it's a right. great I don't want to say great. Dude, I honestly I felt sick saying that. <laughs> um so it, it just makes you kind of think, right? It makes you like ponder. Uh that's a that's a tough one, man. And, and let's hold off because I'm going to ask you guys All right. if this was a good regular season. All right. All right. Ruben Santos again. Uh, if we beat Austin, we go to conference finals. I can see that. 
I could see it too, just because of the way. Yes, the result didn't favor us in Austin. Like Jita came on, scored the hat trick. It looks bad on paper, but if you really look at the way we played in Austin, it was actually a really good game. And it, it was that rotated lineup. I'm, you know, yep. everybody was like freaking out about it. And then they actually came out and played a really good game up until like about the 60th minute. I think if we take if they take the lessons they learned from that trip to Austin not too long ago, use it, apply it to this one. I think it can go a different way, especially with the form that Austin's entering this one. I think, yes, it's a really good Austin. Yes, they have those star players. Yes, it's probably because they qualified and they didn't really care about the regular season anymore, knowing LAFC was in the clear race for the for the Supporter Shield. But regardless, like, we played a 60 minutes, really good 60 minutes in Austin, the, our last visit. It can, it can go that way again. And in the playoffs, you hang around for, like, the 60th minute, 0-0, anything can happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like the the whole slate's just like kind of wiped clean, right? Because my instinct is to go back and say, well, Austin FC beat out a pretty stacked roster, LAFC, right? Not too long ago, but it's it's MLS and it's the playoffs, so it's like it, all that stuff doesn't matter anymore, right? And we kind of said that about Portland too, how they were hanging with LAFC, yeah, the match prior. So that is pretty crazy. That's pretty nuts. But remember, Diego Chara was out with. Tummy problems, right? <laughs> yeah, he went to the hospital. That makes me feel good, dude. When a, when a pro athlete has tummy issues, like, <laughs> yes, like if you're listening to this and you want to call out because your tummy hurts, do it. He's a regular guy, just like all of He's us. He's a regular dude. That guy's got like a nine pack too, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what could he have possibly eaten that made him sick, dude? Like, I'm pretty sure he just eats like sesame seeds, water, and like, you know, like a chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Probably right? one of like arempas or something. Something, Probably dude. had a bad oyster. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Court pits. Uh, looks like it's going to kind of mimic what you said. Uh, when we played, yeah, exactly. When we played in Austin a few weeks ago, we were clearly the better team for sixty minutes. Yep. Uh, play like that again, except for the full ninety. Back some goals, and we could be well on our way towards MLS Cup. I mean, and that's the narrative we've had all year. We are creating, but we're not scoring. Yeah. And that it happened in Austin. It happened in Elliot and at the Galaxy not too uh, a couple weeks ago. Luckily, we scored and they didn't on Sunday. But it's that's the narrative. Yes, let's go play a phenomenal ninety minutes in Austin. But let's score some goals while we're at it. Because if we uh, again, if we hang around till the sixty, it can go either way. It's 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 really a toss up. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny. Real Salt like posted a photo. <laughs> it says like clinched playoff bound. Right, like. It's a cool graphic with like all the entire team and all that, and the caption reads uh, "business as usual," <laughs> which like yeah, it is usual to just barely, yeah. <laughs> barely go in and like yeah, sneak in. Your, your quote um, <laughs> yeah, and Trey had a little bit to add to that, so we'll just read Trey's uh, tweet here. So he writes: uh, RSL and MLS Cup playoffs for twelfth time in fifteen years, and four of last five, despite three owners plus three coaches in that period, which is actually. That's pretty good. Uh, if you guys are following MLS news, Caleb Porter failed to qualify his team for the playoffs. Bagged. Fired. Right Sacked. Yep. Doesn't even matter what he did with Timbers. Dude, right he's away. gone. Um, so, yeah, it is pretty remarkable to to have done it uh, with, you know, Pecky, um, oh, boy, uh, Freddie, and then, you know, Pablo. And Pablo, dude, like, coming so close to going to an MLS Cup, that would have been incredible, right? But I blame that... Uh, Results in Portland solely on the back of Rusnak. It's horrible. Um, let's see. He's got a point. Yeah. He's got a point. 
Trey Fitzgerald <laughs> also adds, amazing job by this group, this club, especially this fan base. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, we want hardware, but per, uh, perennial consistency is remarkable and should not be discounted. Yeah, I could agree with that, man. I mean, look at it this way. Like, last year, compare who made it last year to who made it this year. There's only two teams who made it last year that are also in the playoffs again this year in on the West. Minnesota is one of them, mm-hmm. and we happen to be the other one. So here's a here's a scenario that I kind of want to run through, and um, I think I think for uh, you know just for like the the conference uh, standings on the west side at least, or or you know the Western Conference. What is what's the team that you fear the most? Um, you know, I think naturally you'd want to say like Real Salt Lake. I, I don't see that. What team do you think has a shot at going all the way and, um, if so, winning an MLS Cup? That's a tough one. If Josh were here, he would say, well, not LAFC because they won the supporter <laughs> shield. Right. Um, well, I, I, I don't know, man. So a just, of, just, read, like just read off the teams just again, just to remind. So first place, LAFC, obviously, they get the bye. Um, fourth place versus fifth, LA Galaxy versus Nashville. They're on the top side of the bracket on the bottom side of the bracket third versus six fc dallas and minnesota and then second versus seventh austin fc versus rouse lake so let's let's kind of break it down and let's just be completely realistic and unbiased okay who wins austin fc versus rsl my guts tell me austin man okay all right austin advances who wins dc and minnesota uh, Dallas, Minnesota. Yep. Um, I don't want to give it to Dallas, but I just think Minnesota is entering this one in a much tougher form. Okay. Babello Reynoso has been kind of in and out since his injury, and I think I think it's really going to depend on Babello. If Babello can go out there, ball out, and have an amazing game, Minnesota has a shot. But if not, I think Dallas is just going to run all over Minnesota. Okay. So that that leaves Dallas and Austin. We'll come back to them. Right. Uh, who wins between Nashville and LA? I'm going Nashville. Oh. Why'd you make eye contact? I'm going, the- yeah. <laughs> I'm going Nashville in this one. You hate Chicharito too. No, huh? I don't hate Chicharito. I just think Nashville defensively are a much better team, um, and I think they'll do. I think they'll fare well shutting down Chicharito and Ricky Pooch. They're. I think defensively, just Austin is one of the best, and I think the only reason why they're the fifth seed is because they've struggled a lot offensively. But I think defense, and when it gets comes to playoffs, I think defense is your best defender. It's your best champion. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, having watched the the last Galaxy game, they're they're looking like they're connecting. Like uh, you know, Ricky Puig and uh, Chicharito linking up had an assist for a goal with uh, Chicharito, and then you've got um, other players kind of carrying their weight for LA Galaxy as well too. So, uh, so to go back, so now it's Dallas versus Austin. Who's winning that game? I'm gonna go upset, and I'm gonna go Dallas. Okay, so then Dallas advances to Nashville. Um, no, am no, I skipping no, no. something? So be, Dallas would be in the Western Conference Final. My bad. Okay. Dallas would be. Um, and then LAFC would be uh, playing Nashville. Nashville. Okay, that's what I meant. So, yeah, you're right. LAFC versus Nashville. I'm going Nashville. Still? I'm still going Nashville. I, I just Supporter think, shield curse, huh? Yes, the supporter curse. But at I, don't, the, I don't believe in that. <laughs> I do. I do. And at the same time, like I just think it's Walker Zimmerman, Lovitz, um, Romney, 
that five in the back, uh, Johnson, I think it's just too good. Yeah. They, like I said, the only reason why they're so low, I think, is because they just, they they couldn't click offensively. But this the defensive core of Nashville is just so good, and they've shut down LAFC before. Yes, the playoffs are different, but I think Walker Zimmerman steps up and takes care of business gonna at, get against, his, against his old team. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and say it, dude. I know you want to say it. Defense wins what? Championships. Yeah, exactly. I already <laughs> knew that was in them. Yeah. Okay, cool. So <laughs> Nashville and then Dallas. So who advances to the MLS Cup? I think in this. I think in this one. I think it's Dallas. <laughs> All right. I think yeah. Dallas is my t- my. You think my Sebastian pick. Ferreira would just just tear up that defense or what? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Ferreira's having a fantastic season. Yeah. Ariola, him and Ariola, that for whole front three, dude, is just linking up fantastically. I've seen Ariola in person, and Sebastian Ferreira. At the MLS All Star, or excuse, what am, I, what am I saying? Jesus, Sebastian. Oh yeah, okay. Sebastian's uh, Houston. Oh my, okay, whatever, my bad. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I, dude, I have his. I know what he looks like. Jesus Ferreira. Yeah, a little bit, you know, darker skin. He's got like the dad, like the like the curled uh, yep. like faux hawk mohawk. His, uh, his dad mullet. knocked us out back in 2010. Yeah. yeah, so I know exactly who it is. But um, I had seen those two at MLS All Star. Ariola is. Uh, it's it's like seeing uh like an angel in person, bro. He's got a <laughs> you know, nice complexion, hair's perfect. The glow. He he's got the glow. For real, dude. Honestly, bro, when I pointed my camera at him, like the, the camera was like glowing, dude. It was yeah. nuts. Um Yeah, he's had an incredible year, dude. Yeah, no, Dallas FC, it's uh Yeah. I think, I, I think that could be the dark horse of the, the right. Western. I think where Dallas lacks is defensively, but they have the attack to make up for it, you know? Man, yeah, and yeah, Minnesota, I just don't see them, t- you know, handling or taking care of business. I think Minnesota's a one-trick pony right now offensively with Hanny Mukhtar. Yeah. But, you know, Hanny's only going to get you so far, and I think I think if they can make it past LAFC, I think it'll be Dallas. Now, if uh, results go for RSL versus Austin and Dallas beats Minnesota, next round it's Dallas and RSL. Who's winning that game? We played a good game in Dallas. <laughs> we played a good game in Dallas, and we almost won. But again, Jesus Ferreira, bro. Yeah, I don't. I, my gut just tells me on paper. Okay, I'll just say that on paper, we just don't look like the stronger team against Austin. We don't look like the stronger team against FC Dallas. Yeah, got it. But X dog, bro. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, things coming out of. Uh, out of uh, especially the, these MLS playoffs, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, it just it just you can already feel like the scramble, right? Like the teams trying to figure out how they're going to compete with like FS1 to uh, basically get you know hotels down in Austin, <laughs> right? Uh, but Isaac, I'll ask you the same questions, man, in kind of a different format. Uh, we'll kind of go against the grain with uh, what Alex said. So let's say Dallas and RSL handle business. And they face each other. Who's winning that match? We all Salt Lake. All right. 1-0. <laughs> okay. Maybe PKs. All righty. And then uh, let's see. Let's say it's Nashville and LAFC. And let's just say, for the, for the sake of saving time, LAFC advances and it's Real Salt Lake. Who's, who's going to win there? You're saying LAFC versus Real Salt Lake? In the Western Conference Final, yeah. Uh, well, I thought the Galaxy was going to go, but... Um, no, I, I mean, if, if you if you suspect that, too, I kind of skipped a step there. Yeah, yeah you're so right. I think I think it'll be Galaxy and RSL in the Western Conference Finals, and then RSL will 3-0. Yeah, 
Gal- Galaxy? You, you guys gave me the same look the last time. You guys all look, and he laughed last yeah. time, too. Well, you got to think about it, okay? So, <laughs> so if, if results do go crazy, and it's like, and now we're just, we're just like, we're just shitballing over here. Let's just say somehow, some miraculous way, it's LA Galaxy and RSL in Western Conference Final. What happened to Chicharito when he came to Salt Lake? Who was shutting him down? Jay Glad, dude. Yeah. And Jay Glad. Jay Glad kind of took a knock, but uh, he was he was up, right? He was up back up and playing. Yeah, I, yeah. I think everything's looking fine for him. Yeah. I so, think he'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's just a, a healthy squad, right? It's fun to uh, kind of basically kind of go through your picks and just kind of see uh, or just speculate. But um, let's just focus at the task at hand. The next one, obviously, is being Austin. Uh, which is going to be played in Austin. Well, who's your pick? Who do you think is going to... Um, what, 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 what's your bracket? My bracket? Uh, I think RSL will beat Austin. Uh, I think Dallas uh, Dallas FC beats Minnesota, advances. I think it'll be Dallas versus Real Salt Lake. I think... Um, man. I think Dallas, Dallas could beat us. Uh, on the other side of things, um, LA Galaxy over Nashville... I think they just got LA Galaxy just has like that momentum right now. They do. They're coming into very good form. And uh, and then I think if if it does go, which is going to be awesome, dude. Like El Trafico, basically playoffs. LA Galaxy versus LAFC is going to be an insane game. Um, man, I I don't see LA Galaxy beating LAFC though. And if it's if if it's if it's a Dallas. FC versus LAFC, LAFC is going to advance. Um, I just don't think that those like those. I was going to say that I don't think those Texas teams kind of hold a flame to LA teams, but obviously Austin uh, spanked LAFC not too long ago, so it's hard, man. It's it really is hard. It's unpredictable. It's really unpredictable, and that's probably a really good thing for Real Salt Lake. Yep, probably well, a really good thing. I will throw this in there. If we do get El Tráfico for in the next round. LA Galaxy runs El, El Trafico right now. That's true. Yeah, I'm, yeah. LAFC pulled them back this year, but LA Galaxy has been dominant in El Trafico games. Yeah, they show have... up. They show up for El Trafico. That's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a lot Support of fun. Shield curse, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, cool. Um, anything? Does anybody else have anything else to add? We're gonna um, wrap this one up. Obviously, we're going to Austin. Uh, let's do it again. Predictions. Isaac, you were right. 3-1. So you take it first, dude. What's your prediction versus Austin FC? I think it's going to be a 1-0 or 2-0. That's 2-0 is the highest we'll go. Yeah. But, you know. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 2-1 Austin. I'm going to bet against RSL. Like I said, just on paper and, and just the way things are shaping up, Austin's a better team in pa- on paper in my mind. Yes, I'm going to be cheering on RSL, of course, but I think in the end, 2-1 Austin. Um, I think because they're a new team, I think I think pressure is going to get to them, especially at home. RSL is a team that, uh, you, like you said, um, they they kind of flip that switch on and they go, and uh, they have experience in the playoffs. They've been here before. They've been in must win situations. They've been it. They've done it in bigger stages. They did it in LAFC, which I think their support is much bigger, much larger, much rowdier. Uh, than Austin FC. So although I think Austin FC thinks that they understand football in this league, I think that they're going to learn a lesson versus Real Salt Lake, and I think uh, RSL is going to uh, shut them down. I think I'm going to say 2-0 for Real Salt Lake, 
and we'll advance, and then we'll just kind of see what the next challenge is there. I like it. All right. I like it. Cool. Well, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the RSL show. Anything else to add before we before we go? I think that's it for my part. Just to quote uh, Kyle Beckerman, we're in it, so we might as well win it. (laughs) Hey, all right. Uh, Yeah, follow (laughs) RSL show on KSL Sports at the KSL Sports Network. Uh, Follow at KSL Sports. Go read some of uh, Tom Hackett's articles on KSL Sports. Follow RSL show on all of the social media platforms. Uh, We record weekly, and we'll be turning up the coverage. Uh, in the playoffs. All right. Dale, RSL, hashtag RSL. Let's go. Vamos. Oh, you, oh, you, oh this is good, good luck, luck. Huh? It was good luck. All right. Yeah. What are we doing on three? What way is it? Goes one, two, three. What are we saying believe. this time? One, two, three, believe, right? Yeah. All right. All right. One, one, two, three, believe. believe. Damn, dude. That was really loud in the mic. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You got to, you got to, if you're going to yell, you got to like, <laughs> let's go back. We'll do it again. Oh, wait, wait. If we do it again, we ruin it, right? Yeah, we can't do it again. Yeah, we can't do it again. All right, guys. See you next week. Take it easy. Let's get a win. With a new boyfriend you met just last week His big He doesn't know that you're leaving so broken It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Lake puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.